You count us in. <laughs> Un, deux, trois. That was perfection on my part. It wasn't on my end, but that's fine. That's fine. That's funny. That's fine. All right. Like, shall we get going here? Like, what's the Shall we up? go for it? The bonjour. Hello. <laughs> How is everyone? Welcome. Welcome. This is episode 44 of This Isn't Therapy. We're here. We're high. We're, we're hello. Um, and we're also virtual, too, which is yeah. probably what explains a bit of the awkward little little lead up there. But that's OK. We're, we're going. Uh, my mm-hmm. name is Jake Ernst, and uh, you can follow me on the interwebs at MSWJake. That's where I do fun therapy things on the internet. Ooh. Who are you? My name is Simon Palick, and I'm a filmmaker. You could follow me at Directed by Simon. Um, this is quite the milestone episode for us because this I'm is so our two-year. I'm so pod so so excited. Anniversary, yeah, me too. It's kind of me wild. too. D- does it does it <gasps> feel like um, two years for you, or no? Um, no, because I think we started this podcast in the pandemic, yeah. which just feels like a loosey-goosey underwater time anyways. Hashtag and pandemic so, pod, yeah. Yeah, and so now I feel as though we are like being pushed out of the birth canal into like real world with the pandemic still kind of around us. But it feels like not like two years have passed but no. now we are now entering like, oh, this is how the podcast actually is supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And it, it feels a lot more comfortable for me, for sure. And the yep. other thing that I realized too, so this is obviously episode 44 and yep. 44 episodes in two years. Um, to be honest, in podcast world, that's not a lot. And that's because we've been doing mm-hmm. biweekly. We've been doing every other week kind of, you know, productions, that kind of thing. But yep. we have a very fun announcement that we want to what? say and just right at the top. Um what? Number one, we just, we have started our our social media page. Uh, So please feel free to follow us over at Not A Therapy Podcast, where we're going to be posting little highlight reels from our episodes. Uh, And do you want to say the second announcement? The other really fun and flirty second announcement? So Jake and I have been pushed out into the real world, and we have decided to change our release schedule from bi-weekly to buy yearly so you're gonna do <laughs> two <laughs> two per episodes year. a year holy so Anna. favorite no we are holy going Anna. to move to a weekly release schedule so we are going to be hitting you up in your earlobes every thursday just in the lobes not just in the lobes <laughs> it's not in your earlobes that's you said in your lobes just in like the little dangly bits that's that's, yeah. where we're gonna, that's <laughs> the only place like a fancy gonna... little earring yeah <laughs> That's right. But you're right. We're going to be we're going to be going weekly here, baby. So Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to catch us every single week, uh, every single Thursday. You are going to get a brand spanking new episode of This Isn't Therapy. Uh, Speaking of what is This Isn't Therapy, Mr. Sci Guy, what is it? This Isn't Therapy is a podcast dedicated to everything mental health. Ah! We grab our grubby little fingers and we reach into the therapy room and we pull out some themes, some conversations, some topics. Look at me just reciting. I love it. Just riffing. And, you know, on today's episode, we are going to be talking uh, about something really important, which is uh, all of the very fun and flirty and fabulous questions that we have for each other and that you have for us after two Mm -hmm. years of doing this thing. So can't wait. Why don't we just jump right in? Okay. So uh, we are going to be interviewing each other, uh, Barbara Walters, Oprah Winfrey style. And I think I'll just take off. I'll just do the first question if that's okay. Uh, sure. I am so these are obviously similar to our last Q&A episodes um, mm-hmm. I am gonna throw at you a bunch of very therapy kind of themes and a lot of oh. therapy kind of questions um, big questions so, small questions big, they're, you're gonna be getting hardballs and softballs here <gasps> okay but I want to start just by talking about um, creativity you're obviously a really creative person and okay. so am I and I think that we all we have a lot 
that in common. I'm curious yeah. to hear what you think life would look like without creativity. Like, who would you be if you couldn't create? Things? Who would I be? Um, yeah. Who would I be? Like, what I would don't... life be like if you couldn't create things? I think I would be very sad. Um, I think. So for, for you, me, it's like an outlet that you default to as a form of creative expression, as a way to feel not sad. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, <laughs> oh, is this a session? Am I going to get a bill after this? No, no. I mean it um, as more so. So being creative. Okay. So let me just start off by saying like creativity to me. I think there's the, the, the thing that we go to the right away, which is like the, the creation yeah. aspect, uh, right? Like yeah. we think yeah. of art, we think of um, creating something like sure. that form. And I, I 100% sure. agree. I also am a big advocate and a huge advocate for um, creative problem solving in like leadership roles. So I what think... The? Okay, say more. Yeah, so I think I know a lot of people in this industry that I work in in film and TV who are incredible producers. The and industry. The producers, yeah. the yeah. industry. They're in the and industry, yeah. They often don't give themselves credit because they're like, for me, I I have, I feel like I have a solid like right brain, left brain thing going on yes. where I can like okay. go nuts and bolts, but then I can also go like, hey, let me implement a vision here. Um, I think the producers that kind of label themselves as like, hey, I'm just only nuts and bolts. I kind of like, no, that's not true because there's so much like creative problem solving that happens when you have to deal with like things that come up in leadership and that involves oh like people management that involves like dealing with different vendors like all this stuff that Hashtag comes, coming creative, up with solutions. creative leadership yeah creative solutions creative leadership love yeah and so i for me if i were not able to be a creative person i think i would be uh, I wouldn't know how to interact with the world. I don't think I know I would know how to engage with people because I think a lot of my points of contact like with people is like through like, I don't know, shared creation things that we do, but also just how I understand the world. Like, I don't know, I will watch a or something will happen uh, while I'm riding the streetcar and my brain, my imagination will wander and I'll be like, I'll write like a, an episode of a TV in my head and it goes nowhere. Like, but it's right. just, right. I don't know. I love. Yeah, of course. I yeah. feel like that's, that's the creative brain. Right. And that's the creative spirit kind of at work. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Very fun. Your turn. Want, your turn. I want to, I want to throw the question back at you, but we get, okay, wait, wait, here's a rule. We get each two, like throw, hitting the question back at each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I you mean like like a little volley a little volley back like a, little a little volley little back sports reference for the sports fans yeah 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 you get a little you get a little hail mary okay you get, <laughs> you get a little volley back yeah <laughs> I'm gonna hit it over the fence yeah yeah <laughs> I'm gonna knock it out of the park twice yeah. but you only get two home runs you only get two. yeah yeah you only can touch down twice twice okay twice <laughs> okay okay um okay so my next question or sorry my question is. Do you like your name that you were given? And if you weren't named Jacob or Jake, what would you change your name to? Wow, that's really cool. I would say, uh, so a lot of people actually think I look like a Zach. People have said that to me many times that I look, you look like, like a, a Zach. Zach. Yeah. The people like a have, CH or a CK? Uh, a CK. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a hard CK. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Zach. Zach. There's no Zach. It's There's Zach. no Zache? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, so people have said I look like a Zach, which I, you know, I haven't like pushed back against. That's fine. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, but here's the thing. I really do like my name. Yes. I come from a family where uh, of six and of the six people, uh, me and my dad were the only people that had J's in our name. And then when mm. my dad died, I was the only J and everyone else was L. So it was L L L L L cool two J's. So L cool J was kind of the the vibe for the fam. Um, but no, I I do like my name so much. I like it so much that I actually um, have two, which I I go by Jacob mm -hmm. with my family, with my friends, um, and of course my nickname, which is Jake. But I I didn't start going by Jake until um, probably university, 
age around there. So I like with a lot of my, you know, really good friends, like I, they know me as Jacob and same with my family. So I, mm-hmm. I do, I do like my name. Yes. Okay. And so if you weren't named Jake, what would you want your name to be? Zach? Zachariah. Zachariah. Yeah. Zach well, this is, this is the other thing too. I, you know, I of course come from the the family and the generations of people that um, were named after names from the Bible. Right. Oh, <laughs> this yeah. Sort well, of, this sort of, right. Like this, like quasi Christian because none of us were really Christian. Um, uh, sort of sentiment of like, we're being named after the Bible. So that's, you know, me, my siblings, and a lot of people in my small town were kind of that sort of vibe. Yeah. Um, but I, what, what, what would I be renamed? Um, Old I don't Testament. know. Brittany. Yeah. Brit- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 I really do actually like my name. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to hold the ball. I'm not going to volley back. Okay. Um, but I am going to uh, flow flowing off of the sports reference. Okay. Um, I'm really curious to to know from you what sort of masculine norms do you hate or what sort of masculine norms make you feel really uncomfortable with participating in? Oh, that's a hard ball. I would say the hardest one for me that I don't like participating in or seeing is in gay instagram world and even in real life there's sort of like this a picturesque adonis like man who looks like he walked off of the men's health cover and there's a culture in the culture our community where that is the most idyllic version of a man and it's just another form of like idealized masculinity right Right. And, but also like, let's be honest, it's also like healthism mixed with like body dysmorphia mixed with like hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. Some internalized homophobia, all that fun stuff. Um, and so there's a, there's a huge culture that kind of goes around it like that whole, because there's a gym culture, right? There's a way that we interact with each other. There is no denying that there are times where I'll walk into a space and you can tell that men, some men that are, that look like that, are only looking for carbon copies of that. Right. And so you're like, just you invisible. Like, like muscly fit. Yeah. Tall ish. Yeah. Right. And so I I have a hard time sort of sometimes engaging with our community because some a part of me is like, oh, well, I, I do find that attractive, but is that only because I've been fed that? Mm-hmm. Or do I actually just like find that attractive? Um and then the other part of me is like every time I try to engage in some sort of healthy activity, like a going to the gym or engaging in like a fitness activity, I have this like nagging thing behind me that's like, oh, am I, am I doing this because I I feel good, or am I doing it so that my body changes? Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And now I'm participating in that. So that's something that I hate. And so, it, what's the what's the point of discomfort for you? Is it the like the sense of like I have to be this in order to be accepted or valued or is it more just kind of like when you're around those kinds of things that just is like kind of front and center around like oh this is what we're taught or supposed to sort of look like or supposed to value in each other I, I, and I you would don't say, like that I would say both and and then I would also add a third which is there's such a culture that comes with it right yeah. like we have been at those parties where it's like those type of <laughs> you and I are both and not, making eyes. We're looking at each other like, yeah, yeah, we know. Hmm, this uh, is yeah. not a. You're kind of there, so to be seen, to be seen, um, or not, to like look a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. your partner has to be just as hot as you. And I don't know. There's just kind of like a trickle effect. So, I I find that sometimes people that are like deeply rooted in that or have yeah. that are you know. um uh, have some things that they still need to work up behind the scenes, like behind that perfect veneer. There's a lot going on. Look, um, look at we are we are breaking the silence. We are getting real here on the pod. We <laughs> we are getting so real. Hashtag be real. Hashtag be real. Be real, guys. Be, be real, everyone. And be you. And be you. Um, but be real. But be you. But be yeah. Fit and muscly. Yeah, and, and that's that's the thing, right? Like it's it, it, this is a larger conversation, but it's just sometimes our community finds new ways, and I think this is an old way of just we don't get, you know, we fight the 
the prejudices from the outside and then we and yet on the inside yeah. we find within our community to find other ways to other people to exclude to gatekeep um to keep a hierarchy yeah. um and, and it just do, makes me i don't know do you kind of feel like sometimes talking about this like makes it's like a little bit naughty like it's a little bit like you're a traitor like for <laughs> naming these things <laughs> i kind of sometimes feel this sense of like oh, that's like a that's a gay secret like that's a we no Ooh. one should be talking about that you know um it feels I, a bit I naughty it does it does i think maybe, I maybe think... not naughty in the sense of like naughty it's bad because i think we all yeah. know it's true but i mean like naughty in the sense of like uh, everything just operates more smoothly when no one talks about it you know what i mean like yes that it just feels a bit like kind of counterculture to be naming it this plainly um Anyway, thank, uh, yeah, I, pre I appreciate your take on that. I, I, you know, I feel the same way about a lot of those things and it's operating yeah. like front and center at a lot of those functions and a lot of those parties. So especially just, as we've now like have had here in Toronto, anyways, we had our first pride. We like, it's almost like we're released the release, the beast, like we're now out and yeah. going to things and um it's just i don't know if it's like two years of pent up but it just feels like it's just super prevalent at least yeah. in the spaces that i've been um at lately yeah good question yeah good question. my eyes are open our eyes are open to we <laughs> see you we see you everyone participating You're the eye the eye emoji yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the eye yeah. the eye and lip emoji. this sidebar that this this whole topic that we just had we just went into i want to have a whole episode talking about this so pin it yeah, hashtag gender, hashtag masculinity, hashtag um, there are no be hashtags. real. Yeah, right. Hashtag be real. Right. <laughs> hashtag be real. I think is this the hashtag episode? Why am I why am I yeah. on this like hashtag train right now? We oh got to get the God. algorithm. Yeah, go, um, go, get your algo. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you one more question. Then do you want to take a quick break and then we'll come right back? We've only done like three questions. That's it. I I do. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So my question for you is what do you hope for yourself in the next five years? And I don't want you to talk about career, nothing to do with career, nothing to do with like accum accumulating wealth, like nothing to do with that. I want to know personal, like what is something that you want to, I don't know, or hope for in five yeah. years? Well, here here's the funny thing. What maybe this is a place to start. I as soon as you asked that question, my mind went to career. And so mm -hmm. I wonder just like what that says about um not only me, but just like our culture, right? Just around this like constant need to be optimizing and hustling and kind of like building our brand or like building our kind of like life career kind of thing, right? Um yeah. I think our yeah, I think that our career world looks a little bit differently than it did for our parents and the people that are older than us, right? That a lot of people just sort of settled into their career, right? And settled into, um, you know, longevity in that sense. But I, I, I do feel like the millennial generations and maybe perhaps even the Gen Z generations like really are, yeah, like sort of piggying, piggybacking on this sort of idea of like hustling and optimizing and always kind of be improving. And in yeah. the next five years, I would, I want that to not be true of my personal life. I want to be settling into longevity. I want to be like finding purpose. I want to be finding value sets mm -hmm. that like I didn't know were kind of possible for, you know, someone of, of my age. Like I, I just have really come to like value relaxation and really value like downtime. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like over the next five years, I see myself like just being really good at boundaries like really good at like knowing what I need and knowing what I want and yeah. finding the relationships and finding the people that can like bring me that and give me that. Um, the other, the other thing where my mind immediately kind of went was um, the sense of grief for my dog because I, every, as like, as life goes on and as we get older, yeah. like I, I am slowly feeling the sense of like, terror and fear of like losing my dog and like my dog mm. dying and i know that you know on the grand scheme of like worries and sort of problems that operate in my mind on the daily that isn't a big one but when you ask like over the next five years like what will life be like i like had this thought of like oh my goodness like i like wow like life can change like really drastically in a yeah. matter of five years um and so i i just having lost someone really close to me like my dad like i 
I do sort of move through life with this sense of like dread or fear or this like sense of abandonment that is like kind of impending. So that yeah. is like a, a common fear that I just have in my life of like life could change at any moment and you won't be prepared or you won't kind of know. Um, so I would say that's where I'm at. I think I, I want, I want to say I want stability, but I know that's not guaranteed. So I, I can't say that. And so I mm. want to be able to have balance in the next five years. I want balance. And auto there. And auto there, please. And whoever's port, port, port. listening. Yeah, yeah. To the great, to the great Lord who's watching, please, mm-hmm. please, please, please let auto be in my life. <laughs> message received she just messaged me she oh said, she yeah. messaged you back okay yeah. good. you got you got she's her like, text i like, i'm still good. waiting for mine i'm still waiting for my dm yeah yeah but whatever she's like i fine. can't i can't confirm anything but like she gave me like a cute little like hmm. we'll see wink wink we'll but see with like wink, a wink. heart and a nudge, kiss nudge. emoji so nudge yeah. nudge so uh, it looks like uh, you're good should i ask you one more question or are we gonna throw it to a little breaky here let's throw it to a quick little breaky Actually, okay. no, let's make it even. Let's do it four. Okay, so yeah, ask me a question. Okay, I'll ask you a question. Okay, so we're not, yeah. there's no Jakey Breaky just yet. It's going to be no, after this. No, no Jakey Breaky. Um, break well, because, because this was the episode of hashtags, mm-hmm. I feel like I couldn't get away without asking you a question about um, your relationship with social media. I want to know, mm. I yeah, I, I want to know, what's your relationship with social media? Um. I, I'm mainly I'm just curious to hear kind of like what are your habits with it, but also like what are your values around use of social media? Yeah. I wish it was a passive platform where we could just uh, use it to gain inspiration or to seek resources or to mm-hmm. um, like f- find things. I think for me, I have the hardest time on my personal account anyways. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, like in what engaging. way? Engaging like, you mean like being present or like what's the Yeah, being challenge? present and being online. I think I don't, I haven't found a balance because as we know, like with Instagram anyways, it's like you almost have to post quite a bit of yeah. content, right? Yeah. And I don't have in my, I guess, capacity right now to post something about directing or filmmaking or writing or anything like once a day, let alone like two or three times a week. So I go periods of time where I just don't post anything because I'm like, well, I don't know how to, what am I posting? I'm posting work, but like work for me takes like a couple months before I can share something, right? Right, right. You're not like constantly being like, hey, here's what's on the cutting room floor, everyone. Yeah, or, or like, like imagine what... I was just like, let me do reviews of like a script that like, and like, yeah. no, I don't know. I don't know if I want to invest or engage that way. I So I use it, I use it personally as like a portfolio thing, which has been great because I've been able to get jobs through it. But it's hard not to, when you're in this space, be see other people either within, you know, my, not my immediate yeah. circle, but my circle or the people who are just outside of it in that like outer echelon of like, oh, the they're industry, verified, the industry. the industry, they're blah, blah, blah. But you can see yeah. how they're like posting and they're posting cool shit and, you know, they're directing and they're doing, they're writing and they're just they're like content. They're like, hey, look, I'm in this Variety article. I'm in this Hollywood Reporter article. And it they're just living feels like, their best life. Yeah. It feels like a buzz machine and it feels, this is not an original thought, but it feels like that's the game that has to be played. And I don't know if I have the energy to do that. And I'm also part of me is like, oh, maybe why I'm not in that outer echelon yet mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. So Simon, pull up your bootstraps and start start acting like you are someone and then people will, will start treating you like you're someone. Yeah. Just like Kim says, get off your ass and work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like if I were to take any advice from anyone, I think it'd be her. It'd be Kim, it'd be Kim Kardashian themselves. Kim- Kim yeah. Kardashian Jr. Like she yeah. just, yeah. I think she, yeah, she knows. She she wrote the script, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. She wrote the script um, on work and, uh, okay, that's sarcasm. So moving on. Um, but I mean, and, uh, I, I, I'm mainly curious about kind of your relationship with social media because of um, similar actually to like, similar to the masculinity thing, right? The sense of like comparison and FOMO and like, 
belonging like that is mm-hmm. all really fascinating to me just like the, the lengths that we'll go to in order to be seen or be somebody or to fit in or to like you know yeah participate you know <laughs> i i i'm not sure what your feelings are but i those weekends or those moments where i'm just not on my on social media mm-hmm. is like the most like feet on the ground feeling i have I feel yeah. so calm. I feel much better. Same. But it same. feels like this thing that we have to all participate in. So I'm still trying to find like a healthy relationship between like, I'm not not on it, but I try to, I don't know, use it as a portfolio than it yep. is something else. But the not a therapy podcast page, she's fun to contribute to because it she's feels like there's a, there's a barrier. Infant. She's up and she's coming. A, She's up and coming. She's a star on the rise, but it feels nice to kind of like post meaningful content because we have such a mm-hmm. bank of content versus like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, right? <clears throat> can you can you do that again, but right in the mic? Yeah, sorry, excuse me. I just had to cough off screen for a second. No, no, um, I want you to do it again because I, I want to get just, it clear. Just <clears throat> Yeah, right. and while you're at yeah. it, can you go get some soggy fries and start chewing them in front of the mic too? Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, Soggy Fries. I just want to get the mall. Where, where did that come from? Who is having that conversation? <laughs> I just want to hear you choose Soggy Fries. Soggy I think the woggy. lovely listeners would too. You're Soggy Woggy Fries. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, like, uh, deep gratitude for, for sharing that. And uh, why don't we throw it over to a little quick quick break and we'll be right back. Yee. Okay, we're back. And that was a nice little break. One day that will be filled with an ad selling you some shit that you don't need. But hey, until that day comes, you're just gonna enjoy the do-do-do-do-do-do. You're gonna enjoy and, the do-do-do-do. And we're and when if we if slash when we have ads, um, they're gonna be fun and flirty and amazing. So um SpawnCon. SpawnCon scripted, but also scripted with a twist. That's what I say. Um I think it's your question for me. It is. So I'm thinking because we're running later, which obviously was going to happen. Um, what if we do two questions each left and then let's throw it to some listener questions. Okay. We do have some lovely listeners who have submitted some questions. Yeah. I'm just, I'm vibing right now. I'm kind of loving this. So vibe vibe. Are you going to, are you going to, are you going to vibrate higher? The vibes are right. The vibes are correct. Yeah. Vibrate. Okay. Higher. I'm going to throw you a Live, laugh, ball. listen. A live, laugh, listen. I'm going to throw you a hardball. Okay. What? I was going to say, sorry to interrupt. I said, live, laugh, live, laugh, listen. That should be our new um, <laughs> slogan for the pod. Live, laugh, listen. Live, laugh, listen. Yep. <sighs> I don't know. Let's <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's, that's it. Okay. My hardball question for you. If you had the opportunity, okay, for one day to just hang out with your dad, would you take that opportunity? I a thousand percent would. And okay. do you want to know why? Like why? The, the reason why that's like an un, unequivocal like yes, it's a mm-hmm. it's a full yes, um, is because I always kind of wondered like how he would feel about me being gay, like as an adult. Mm. And I think it would just be a really good opportunity for me to kind of close the loop on that and just sort of be yeah. like, yep, this is who I am. This is because I n- never came out to him um, when he was alive and he just didn't know that part of me. Um, and to mm-hmm. be honest, at 15, I don't think I knew that part of me either. So, yeah, I mean, it's all fair and fine. But I, I would say that, yeah, I would take the opportunity to kind of close the loop on like, hey, this is me. This is me living my life. This is my partner. I would love for him to meet Matt. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. That would just be like, that would be really, that would mean a lot to me. Um, and of course, there'd be that sense or that fear that he wouldn't approve or wouldn't, um, you know, kind of back me in a way that my mom did. But um, she she likes to think that he would. So I, I I'll take that as, I'll take that as, Face, at face value and um, 
Yeah, I think probably what we would do is is probably spend some time outdoors. We we spent a lot of time outdoors together growing up, and I would say that um, yeah, I would I would a thousand percent say yes to that meeting. Okay. Yep. Um, and also mainly the other thing too that um, that I would say is that like there aren't a lot of I've I've worked through a lot of feelings like about this kind of stuff in yeah. therapy as a client and. I am at a point in my life, at a point in adulthood where I don't harbor any like big feelings kind of around him or around, you know, who I am. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, I would walk in probably with a pretty confident and clear approach. Yeah. Good question. Cause I, yeah, I was thinking the reason why I, I was also thinking that question was because I was curious as to whether or not you would want to, right? Not that yeah. you wouldn't want to see this person, but I wonder if since so much time has passed, if you've kind of were like, no, I kind of like how I've come to this resolve over, you know, certain yeah. big feelings. And I don't know if opening them up again by meeting this person again and then having them leave after the 24 hours, because that's the rule of this question, would just like back to square one. So I'll, I, well, I was he, actually he, genuinely curious if you would have said no. Here's here's of, the fascinating the fascinating layer to you like asking me that question right now in my life is so because he died when I was 15 mm-hmm. and now that I'm 30 yep. he has been dead for as long as um I knew him right when he was alive and mm-hmm. so it's this really interesting and complex point of grief for me at 30 years old coming into this new chapter of my life where you know I, I knew him for half of my life at this mm-hmm. point and now i'm going to you know know him for less and less areas of my life right and um not not that that means anything concrete about kind of what the future holds for me but it it for me that was sort of a milestone the 10 year anniversary was a big one for me and then also kind of this i always kind of thought that turning 30 would be a bit interesting and strange and it has been it's been a bit weird but yeah um the other the other thing too is that he also died in june uh, and for me, that's a really big month just because of pride month and, you know, getting to kind of claim and, and my birthday yeah. and, and, and your B day <laughs> and your, your big birthday celebrations that we always do. Um, yeah. so like that, so, so June is always kind of like a month for me where I'm like holding a lot of paradox, holding a lot of like grief because of like my dad's death. And of course, like celebrations around pride and that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and like, it's actually the same weekend too. So it's always the same kind of overlap for me. But yeah, good good question. Good question. My next question is I want to know about something that you're addicted to. What is something that you're addicted to that you just have a really hard time stopping and putting down and getting away from? Hmm. am I addicted to I would say work I would say work I would say that's my I get such a natural high from accomplishing and feeling accomplished and feeling really good of creating something from inception all the way to delivery to have it be released to see my name up on a screen. Right. I would say, yeah, I would say work. I have the hardest time taking time away from it, not only because of I like chasing the the high, but uh-huh. more so it feels as though through just the nature of the industry, it feels like if you're not working, your dreams stand still. Oh, and whoa. so. I have to be working in order for there to be some sort of movement. And so that can show up in like the greater thing where it's really hard for me to take time away. Mm. If it's, um, you know, it's like, Hey, like I, uh, like my, like Galen was like, Hey, can we take like a couple days in September to go do something? And I'm like, I don't know. And like right now my calendar is open, right? Because that's how the nature of it. But it makes me really nervous to be away 
Or do you mean to commit to something outside of an opportunity that could present itself? Exactly. Or in a day-to-day where it's like, oh, okay, look, it's a Monday and I have a really quiet day. I will fill that with work. Where instead, I know I should use that time to like go get a haircut or like play a video game or... Just you know, be a like, human, right? Yeah. Who isn't like, constantly a, producing, yeah. Right, right. But it feels as though like, oh, I have to use this time to like work on that script or I have to use that time to do something. So, you know, it's a, it's a thing. It's mm-hmm. a constant thing that I'm working on. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say that's the thing that I'm the most addicted to. The thing that really sort of stood out for me when you were talking was that sort of sense of like, um, there's that dead space, like in between, like if you're not actually doing anything, if you're not like contributing or producing or kind of making mm-hmm. or basically doing work, then that's lost time or that's time that like you basically can't recover from. Um, and I think to be honest, it's a really common thing that it, that people experience, especially in the creator economy, especially in, um, mm-hmm. The freelance space, for sure, especially in a place where like all your work is sort of dictated by you and your timelines are sort of set by you. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's common. Hmm. It's common. I have a I have a delayed volley that I want to throw at you. I want to go back. I want to I want to I want to hightail spike it back to you. A question that you asked me earlier. Okay. The one, I think it was the first one, the one about creativity. So to you, I want to know what does creativity look like for you, but also what would your life be like if you couldn't be a creative person? Yeah, I, um, I, I look at it, this is going to sound like so like cringy and like poetic and like I don't intend it to be like that. But for me, it's like, it's like breathing, like it's like oxygen, like I need I need some sense of creativity in my life for mm-hmm. it to feel exciting, for it to feel like worthwhile, for it to feel like I'm like contributing or doing things that like mm-hmm. have meaning. Um, and so for me, you know, similar to you, like it's it's an outlet, like it's something that I uh, fill like my spare time with, but it's also something that I just feel like I really need. Like I need to be creating and I need to be... and specifically like my forms of creativity I think are writing and um like design like I just really love homemaking I love kind of curating and sort of crafting like a space like I that just is really important to me um and so my life would be it would feel pretty dull right it would feel pretty um incomplete um and I I think I would honestly like be like at a loss in sense in the sense of like there'd be a part of me missing if I couldn't create. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I relate. Yeah. Hashtag relatable. Hashtag be real. Hashtag relatable content right here, dolls. Um, right now. Should we do one more each or what do you what are we thinking? What are we feeling? I think let's do one more each and then let's switch to our listener questions. Cause they're fun. They are fun. fun. They're fun, flirty listener questions, and I want to get to them. I want to get to them too. Um, but so I'll I'll keep this one um really short, and I maybe just in a few words, I would like to know what is your your biggest fear in life. Um, I think I have two, and of course, there's one is career related, and one is like personal. I think it's losing loved ones um too early or at an untimely time so like you know (laughs) yeah i know what that's like do you know what that's like i I don't think you i really don't think you would understand (laughs) no i don't (laughs) can you can you stop bulldozing this conversation this isn't about you (laughs) okay it's about me let me try to put this into words yeah words for me Um, what's my biggest fear i would say that's one and then another one would be not being ever satisfied with where I'm at in my career. So always feeling like I'm behind or I haven't achieved the thing that I thought I would achieve. And then, you know, suddenly 
you know, 40, 50, 60 and being like, oh, I just spent like my life chasing after something that I never caught. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah. That is, that is real. I would say the, the other like component of that that I see is pretty common, at least like in therapy, is a sense of like, I'll end up being irrelevant or I'll end up kind of being like mm. unnecessary to the society which is has of course fear attached to it too right the sense of like well i'll be no one mm-hmm. anyway well, um, thank you that we we both <laughs> just you, gave each other that. like we both gave each other like a oh shit kind of yeah. face like a okay yeah that's that's also like not for me that's not mine yeah, that's not me i don't know who we're talking <laughs> yeah. about i don't that's that wendy's it's wendy <laughs> fucking wendy <laughs> i love um, it okay your your question my final question for you um is if you could commit any crime and get away with it like it's get out of jail free like you won't be reprimanded what would you what would you do oh i would be stealing money girl i would be okay. i would be robbing banks i would be taking money and things that aren't mine <laughs> but get but but here's but here's the other thing. Um I would literally be probably using that money to do things that are just important to me. Like yeah. taking care of people I love, like um making my home look all pretty and nice. Yeah. And going on like li- really like luxe vacations. So yeah. I you know, I think um I'd be stealing that that coin. I'd be stealing that money okay. for sure. But you'd use it for good. I but yeah, I for me. <laughs> Yeah, for you. I'd use it for good for me. For you. You would feel good. <laughs> yeah. I'd use it in the service of myself. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. And? I didn't do any volleys, so maybe I'll volley it back. What would you, what crimes would you commit? Girlie? Um, Killing you. Ah. Um, no. <laughs> Scandal. Can you imagine? Sabo. Sabotage. Sabotage. And then I can host this podcast by myself. <laughs> Um, no, mine would be the same answer. I would love to just steal a bunch of money yeah. and then robbery, do all of the, let's do it together. Cole and Louise style. Two just accomplices. Without the, yeah. Without the death at the end. Um, cute. Why don't we take a quick do, 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 do. We'll come back and we're going to resurface with some really, really fun listener questions. Yay. Can't wait. And we're back for our very final uh, fun and flirty segment here where we're going to be taking some questions from you. I mm-hmm. have been really looking forward to this part because, of, of course, I like to hear more about you and kind of, you know, chat about kind of my answers to your questions. But I love the questions that people submit. Don't you? Don't Me you? too. They just ask, I like, do. such good questions. It's like... Um, questions that you wouldn't think of people are interested in hearing like i kind of like that aspect of it it's almost like someone else asked them yeah it's almost like somebody else like yeah asked them yeah that's how that's how it works usually (laughs) it's almost like something you would never think about (laughs) like well yeah so when someone (laughs) no but i like how i like how we you we have people who kind of like engage in a in a way that like i don't know i like from day one i i really as we're in episode 44 but I really enjoyed when people like DM us. I really enjoy like our, our the frequency of which the the same people message us. I enjoyed like the new followers that are kind of like, hey, like I had to pause the podcast because I was laughing so hard and I was on a yeah. bus. Like yeah. I love hearing that. So we're I think we're both connectors in that way. I think we both like appreciate connection to that degree, right? We both Yeah. Um yeah. I, I totally agree. Um yeah. okay, well what have you got for us? Listener question. Okay, so Akil wants to know any big plans for the pod? Oh my gosh. Uh well, yeah, we do. Um and specifically, I think we we already made that announcement at the beginning of the episode, but we are going weekly and I mm-hmm. are going to record weekly and release weekly, mm-hmm. which you know, to be honest, comes at a bit of a scary point for me because yeah. I I feel like at least just from a topics perspective, I'm like, well, geez, do we have enough things to talk about on a week to week basis? I mean, I think the answer is yes, obviously, but um, there are endless topics in this space, of course. But uh, 
I'm excited just to kind of be releasing things more consistently and getting things out there. Me too. Even just like as we finally have started like doing the at not a therapy podcast Instagram, like just seeing like the it's we we hear about like the community of people that listen to the pod through the people that decide to reach out to us. But it's nice to kind of see it. It's like coming to life. Yeah. Yeah. And I I really, I really love that. So I'm excited to see the what posting and recording weekly podcasts looks yes. like for us. As, and I think, yeah. you know, be, I think part of the reason why we haven't done it weekly up until now is because like just due to like our schedules and availability and like our time and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And now we just have so much more time to really dedicate fully into it. So let's. We're going full on. And and I think the feedback shows that people listen and people love it. So um, there was kind of that point at the beginning where we're like, are people going to listen? Like, will people like really care about like what we have to say or kind of like what we're talking about? But I think uh, we're here. Still no. The answer is still absolutely not. But but. we're oblivious (laughs) (laughs) and slightly self-serving narcissists. So we're going to keep recording. Yeah, this is our ego vanity project. Um, yeah, it's coming to life. <laughs> like and subscribe. Hashtag be yeah. real. Hashtag be uh, real. Hashtag like, subscribe, comment. Um, absolutely. Well, thanks for the question. That was a good question. Yeah. Okay. So this next question is: Have you ever had to re-record an episode, or have you had any episodes you decided not to release? And then I emoji. Oh my gosh. So uh, what I hear is: Are there any questions in the vault? And or have you fucked up so bad that you've had to completely scrap an episode? Well, <laughs> well, I think, I think the answer to both of those questions is yes. Yes. Or no. Uh, no, it is. I yes. Mean, there we, we did have. Remember that? You know what? Here's some insider trading uh, insider tea. We yep. uh, remember the Encanto episode yes. when we were trying to record it. I remember I was actually in my basement in this room we were virtual Mm -hmm. it was a really like complicated time i remember really like really like kind of scheduling conflicts out the wazoo trying to be like okay like let's get this episode recorded yeah we really wanted to kind of riff off of you know the success of um the disney cruella episode and so we're like well let's do the same with encanto and then we recorded the episode of encanto and then i can't remember what happened but it just didn't come out it was two things. It was two things. Okay. So number one, I remember we were like, we have an hour we have to record. And we don't, we usually give ourselves a little bit more time because we like, we, we squeak, squeak, yeah, squawk. We, we squawk like we and do squeal, that. yeah. So we had such a short period of time. And so our energy was so off and weird. Like we That's, were just trying to like get it we were out like, versus like have a conversation. It was like and, we just met for the first time. Yes. And, Oh and yes. oh and remember I was also really like stuck on reading this like bio that I read from this like article. Do you remember? Oh this? yeah, yeah. The intro. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, I have to read it. This is how I'm. This is how we have to introduce this, it. For these are. Who this seen is the it. concise thoughts of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a mess. And it was and like a robot. It was like a robot summary like, of. Is this, is this fun? <laughs> is this fun? <laughs> but the um, and then there was technical <laughs> issues too. I remember. Yeah, we so did when run we tried, we were yeah. already disconnected, and then I think we tried to splice it together over the tech issues, and then it just made us more disconnected. So we were like, "All right, delete," and we re-recorded that episode in person, and it came out much better. And it came out so much better, and I'm really happy to have only released the um, that recorded version because I remember yep. <laughs> we were kind of like, "Oh, I don't even know if we can save this," but here we are. And we did a um, massive. And then, are there any episodes in the vault? Well, who knows? You'll maybe just who have knows? to. Huh? You'll have to stay tuned. Subscribe to our Patreon, and then maybe we'll. <laughs> That's the next evolution. That's the next evolution. Fuck. I just need someone to just manage all of those things. I know it's it's. This so much is work. my this is my monster.com slash indeed job poking posting. Oh, great! Who who asked that question? Who was that? Uh, Brenna. Thank Brenna. you, Brenna. I love 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 the question. Good question. Um, Okay, and I have one final question from a lovely listener, and it is simply, how's Brandon? How's Brandon? Oh, my gosh. Okay, first we need to know who who asked that question. Who's having that conversation? I don't know. I don't have a name to this one, but this one, I just, I copied and pasted. Oh, my gosh. Show us, show us, show us, reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. How's Um, Brandon? How's Brandon? Listen, like, I don't, like, 
geez, Brandon's right beside me right now. Like that's kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah. Do Brandon, you want to, Brandon? Do you want to say something? Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank no, you so much here. for sharing, Brandon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Br- Brandon is great, actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we ever revealed this on the podcast, but we uh, one of one of you amazing people sent us a weighted mm. frog. And now in our possession is Brandon the therapy frog come to life. And so yes. now we actually have a weighted frog version, which we call Brandon the therapy frog, yep. um, which actually spawned from <laughs> spawned from uh, like a segment at the end of one of the episodes where episode. Wait, wait, wait. Episode. I think it was either episode nine or ten. It was so episode ten. The hashtag I believe, early ten. Yeah. The early tens, which yeah. was our end of 2020 roundup episode and we were doing questions like this and one of you lovely listeners told us that i think it was like one of your favorite things to come out of 2020 was that you got a pet frog named brandon yes that's but, right or no you just told us you got a pet frog and then in the next episode episode 11 <gasps> that's we right. found out the name yes that's and then right. you brandon dm'd us back frog. you yep. dm'd us back and said oh the name is brandon and remember there wasn't like I think Brandon had a sibling named Julia or something. Yes. They worked at like an office space or something. Or we something. came up anyway, with the whole thing. I was so there's a whole backstory. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Brandon, the therapy frog is still croaking. Um, not, yeah. not like dying. Um, no. But still living. Um, yeah. And we love him. Yeah. For that. And if that lovely listener who we... Well, how is Brandon IRL, Brandon? Yeah. Like I want to know like... Know how, yeah. How's your pet frog? DM. I want to know. Reach out, tell us. Um, now, well, thanks for right submitting. Now. Thanks for submitting all your uh, amazing questions. We always yeah. love to receive questions. So, if you want your question uh, revealed on a future episode, please, you know, email or DM us uh, at yeah. Not a Therapy Podcast, and we'll be happy to receive any of your questions. Yeah, and thank you so much. This is year two, and we're about to enter into an exciting weekly schedule so you know make sure you subscribe you like you rate you comment you send to a friend you send to an enemy and then we'll catch you next thursday next week next thursday is happening it's happening next it's happening well Um, oh man the other really exciting thing um that i if you like this podcast can you please just share it with a friend i feel like all of my very favorite podcasts that i listen to are referrals like from a friend they're like by word of mouth um yeah. and so if you if you have a friend who you know listens to podcasts and you can kind of be like listen there's this like quirky little duo that i um kind of love to hate um then send them our podcast link whatever episode yeah. is your favorite i like that we would and really appreciate that and even some ratings too you know we would love we would love like a even even just like a a, a, a a comment at uh, uh, something you know the throw, throw, the, throw the the ratings are going up i did notice on spotify people are rating the pod so thanks <gasps> a thousand appreciations to to for that oh i like um, that so thank you yeah yeah um so thank you for being here we'll catch you next week uh in the meantime ribbit ribbit and stay fresh <laughs> stay fresh and flirty <laughs> ew <laughs> Bye. 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 We did it, Joe. We did it, Joseph.